because we talk about border control and what we have to say might surprise you. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. You ready? Not really. Starting the timer anyhow. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters, brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. You have to know this. (laughs) It is our tagline for our business. The problem is that we only record every few weeks. We batch record, and then we come back, and I forget that I have to say that until you've already pressed the timer, and then I panic, and then I freeze. So what I'm hearing is we need to have a more regular training program in place. No, we can just have a sign with it. We'll have a sign. Yeah. Okay. And then I can just read it. I will get that stenciled in letters on our table. Okay. Then you'll know it. Okay. Corrective action, folks. We just need to document it. <laughs> That's your job. Okay. So I believe that Kyle did a... Um, live video thing on LinkedIn. Yes. Saying that we are going to do more current events. Yes. Not to get all political and crazy, but just like, let's look at this stuff through the lens of that we all see every day. Well, and it's more exciting. It's more interesting. Um, so we are going out on a limb. This yes. is something very polarizing. I think people yes. have feelings on one side or the other. Correct. I'm going to preface the topic with, I probably don't have enough factual information to have a guided opinion. That in itself makes you amazingly enlightened in this day and time. (laughs) I have my opinion. Evidence-based decision-making, quality management principle. We see in the tie-in here, folks. Okay. So we're going to talk about border control. All right. Um. And this came about because I got a letter from, a, not a letter, an email, I, I guess at one point in time signed up for email updates from different senators and I got one and it was about the border control and okay. what's going on. And I think a lot of people have heard in the news, obviously we live in Texas, Texas right. shares a large part of our border with Mexico. Correct. Okay. So we're having some problems down here. Correct. Um, And recently, in the last month or so, you may have heard in the news that many different policing agencies are Mm -hmm. sending uh, officers, National Guard, whoever it is, they're sending to the border to help us out. Yep. So um, Galveston County, which is a county here in close south of Houston. Now, only about a quarter of our listeners are actually in Texas. So Galveston County is nowhere near the border. Okay, yeah. Um, And then I just wrote down some other states that I found, but Galveston County is in Texas. So they're sending some officers, um, Idaho, Iowa, Nebraska, Florida, South Dakota, maybe more have joined since I wrote those down. They're all sending um, 
help. Right. To help with the law border. enforcement of some level. So my question kind of came to be, why now? It seems like border control has been something we've been talking about for many years now. Right. Um, so was it a political thing that people are duking out? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we all know Trump wanted the border wall, then Biden Correct. took over, said no border wall. Correct. Um, so is it a political thing, like kind of a stick it to you, Biden, we're going to do something about I this? I think in American politics, that's always a yes. Well, I started looking into it. To Doesn't see. mean it's the only multiple causal factors. Oh, man, my notes were so organized, and then something happened. I don't know. Um, so what happened was that in one month, we saw a large increase in what I guess border control calls uh, land encounters. Yes. Okay. So I have this little graph that I got from a news article and in April of 2021 mm-hmm. there were 178,622 encounters that's enormous i mean that's to, bigger than the whole city of Waco Texas <laughs> people probably don't know what that they is they need to know it's a good city you need to know it look up Waco Texas to compare, they have four years of data. The next, the second highest was in April of 2019 with 109,000 encounters. That's still a lot. So this is 70,000 more than yeah. the second highest. The third highest was in 2018 with 51,000. Oh, wow. So over a three-year period of time, we've had more than a 300% increase well, in the top level. Well, and then, so the second highest was in 2019 with 109. Which is and then 2020, we went down to 17,000 hmm. in April. But now we're back up into the hundreds, thousands. Well, 2020 could kind of make sense because, you know, the world was shut down. And I guess that would impact... You know, even illegal immigration. I mean, that, it impacted that's true. everything. That's true. I hadn't considered that. I was wondering why it was so low. So, I mean, um, if they're coming here looking for jobs and everything's shut down, like, you ain't nowhere to work. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I'm assuming that's why, you know, Texas is desperately calling for help and people are sending help. Yeah. Um, so, one article I was reading was talking about Galveston County sending local resources, and I think it was the maybe the galveston county judge that made this order um and he was being interviewed by the person doing this article and they said well couldn't this money that you're spending be better spent on galveston county and his response was something to the effect of i would argue it is being spent on galveston county because their van not van loads bus loads of people that just almost getting dropped off all over the state and houston's a big spot they're getting dropped off galveston county's you know just south of houston yeah and he says i'm trying to see if uh yes it's the galveston county judge mark henry okay um and it says he joined 28 other counties issuing a disaster declaration wow. in response to the border so he said we've already seen results of drug trafficking human mm-hmm. track and trafficking and increased violence so that's why he decided to send it. Um, I have several articles here about this, but one article that I found, um, Kamala Harris, our vice president, 
went down to visit other countries because I often wonder why are they all coming? Because it's um, not like it's all people from Mexico coming in. It's all over Central and South America. Yeah. And so this is the part, the quality aspect of it I want to get to because she talked about um, they were coming from like Guatemala, Honduras. Mm-hmm. I think Nicaragua was mentioned and El Salvador. Right. And they had quotes from different people that had attempted to cross the border, you know, that I testified against the government or somebody and they're threatening my life. And they, I mean, sure. so there are real needs to escape their countries. The problem is that they're mixed in with all the other people that sh- that don't. are drug trafficking right. and and things like that. Bringing kids and little girls over here. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get to where she talked about. Well, I guess. when you're looking at that, so I this may be where you're going. I don't really know. I come into these fairly blind, but I have no issue with increased border patrol. I think we desperately need it, and I'm not stating because people shouldn't come here i feel very differently on that actually but if all of the effort and emphasis is at that point it's kind of like um if you're manufacturing widgets whatever you're manufacturing you're doing threads pipe spools you know maybe uh fasteners whatever it is and you're manufacturing tens thousands of these but you wait until the very last step before you package them to do your inspection so if you wait until that last moment to do your inspection, guess what? You're going to have tons of defects you're catching and tons of defects that get through and go to your end customer. You do have to try to sort this out at the root cause as well as that final inspection. Well, and she talked about that. I highlighted a couple of quotes where she says, you know, they need to be given a sense that hope is on the way, that we're going to help them. Um, and you Maybe. know, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about that. Is that our job to help them? Uh, they can't help themselves. It feels like this has been a long time that these countries have been in a period of unrest and Correct. something probably needs to be done. Um, so the key items on Kamala Harris's agenda is the border to do something about that, um, to do something about corruption, um, which is what we talked about, or I just mentioned, um, the officials are being involved in the drug trafficking and the drug right. world. And um, so, you know, that's another thing. Um, I have, and economic growth. Okay. She's, you know, they're fleeing violence, discrimination, poverty. Um, they're feeling some really adverse effects of global warming, hurricanes hitting Maybe. them more. Um and she pledged U.S. investments towards agriculture, entrepreneurship, and affordable housing. Okay. Uh, and also trying to attract, do something to try to attract U.S. investment to the region. Um, I think that's fine. Let's try to do something to help these countries help themselves. Right. So like you said, it doesn't become a like a last minute at the border problem. Yes. Let's do something inside those countries what can we do to help yeah my on the flip side of that or maybe not i don't know we also need to look at immigration laws Mm -hmm. and how can people legally immigrate to the united states i 
in preparation for this, I looked up, I was curious. Obviously, I did not have to immigrate. I don't know anybody that did. I, well, that's not true. I probably do, and I don't know I do. Um, but it was very confusing. Yeah. The little bit that I looked at and, yeah. and what to do and how to do it. And I know there are immigration attorneys, but if you're fleeing poverty and violence, you probably right. don't have money. So... That is another aspect that I don't often hear the politicians talking about. Right. Or even people arguing about, you know, when you see it on social media and people are arguing about the border this and the border that. And And very quickly, everyone polarizes to a single opinion. And you cannot, and whether we're talking about politics and border crisis or we're talking about an accident investigation at work, which I have a really fun story for. But you cannot allow yourself to polarize on a single opinion. You have to realize and recognize that there are multiple causal factors. And depending on the order and intensity in which you work on each one of those causal factors and the uh, unintended consequences of it, we all know what our intended consequences are, but you have to be aware of what the possible unintended consequences might be. This is risk mitigation. This is risk-based thinking, identifying risk and hazards and opportunities. If you don't take the time to assess all of that as a whole picture, it does not matter what plan you come up with. It will fail. Yeah, so there is a whole big picture that people are looking at Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily have a problem with all of what kamala harris has said i i agree that they need some help from the inside out they haven't been able to help themselves for years and we we as the united states are suffering some of the consequences of that so maybe it is time for us to step in and offer some assistance and do what we can also as a corrective action, or mm-hmm. yeah. maybe that's not the right word for it, could we look at immigration laws mm-hmm. and maybe make it simpler mm-hmm. to understand right? and maybe make it simpler to immigrate? Okay, so this is a good example as well. One of the most common uh, misunderstandings, debates, confusions I run into in the workplace is with three quality tools, very, very common quality tools. Our nonconformance, it broke. I noted it broke, maybe I fixed it, but it broke, and I documented it. Uh, corrective action, something's broke, or might could break, and we're going to have an immediate containment, and we're going to put preventative measures in place to make sure this issue no longer occurs again. Then you have management of change. Management of change encompasses many aspects. So we're talking about corrective action, kind of goofily what we talked about at the beginning of this recording, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Darcy messing up our our intro. Unacceptable. Um, Okay, then I'll quit. (laughs) (laughs) So we have, you know, the corrective action could be as simple as, okay, well, we're going to have the instructions available at the point of use. We're going to document we did that and we move forward. We're attacking a single cause with a solution. Well, when you get into management of change, you could have multiple causes with multiple solutions, multiple preventative actions, and you have to identify the goal that you're going to achieve and how you're going to measure success at that point and what milestones you're going to measure success in between. So with any of these heated opinions we hear about the border, I never hear anyone talking about the big picture, or if they do, the closest they come is saying, we need to think about the big picture. <laughs> well, then dadgummit, do it. Yeah, and I, it feels like 
everybody is so rooted in their opinion yes that nobody wants to consider that there could be more than one solution to this problem yes <laughs> that that like oh it's build the wall no it's we don't need a wall right um in one of these articles oh here it is right here um a rancher in LaSalle County, which I assume is a border county, um, said they're driving stolen trucks, they're running through people's fences, they're bailing out of the vehicles, and he alone has spent more than $6,500 repairing repeated damage to fences torn up by immigrants crossing his property to avoid captures. Right. So it's, you know, forget about the drug trafficking and Mm -hmm. human trafficking. This is a rancher, you know. And he's spending, having to spend sixty five hundred dollars of his profits that are, you know, maybe good, maybe not this year, right? To fix fences that are being damaged. Now I don't have, you know, maybe we'll do a little separate episode on this, but I really do want to talk about um, the very first accident investigation I was ever involved in. I had been doing safety for only a short period of time, and we had a really horrible accident occur. And when I went to talk to everyone, I wound up. Uh, adding up a total of 11 different uh, causal factors in this one accident. And this isn't to even mention little teeny tiny nitty gritty details we could have looked at. And every single person I talked to, it was so odd how they were just absolutely ardent. This one issue was the cause. This one issue was the cause. In the end, none of those 11 causal factors identified in the interviews turned out to be the actual root cause but then there were 11 different things that also could have been fixed along the way yes but no and i'm telling you these folks were adamant i mean they were very passionate about this is why he got hurt it was involved Mm -hmm. and it needed fixed but it was not the root cause so i mean obviously kyle and i are not politicians no praise god (laughs) (laughs) But it's just something to consider and and maybe even contact senators and representatives about why is this not being considered or talk? Why is, you know, immigration laws not being considered or talked about? I think, I mean, they are, but it's not on a very, to me, it doesn't seem like it's on a very um, realistic level. So let's let's talk about a few of these. We've got a couple of minutes here. Well, I just had a theory pop in my head when I said that. Perhaps they're not being discussed like the border wall because they are so difficult to understand. They know that the public Mm -hmm. can't understand it and can't easily pick a side. Right. And that's the problem is we feel like we have to pick a side. Right. We don't. I think we can all, this is political as I'll get here, but I think we can all agree America was founded as a melting pot. America is and should be a melting pot. You know, e pluribus unum, of many or one. It is a fantastic, absolute fantastic idea. How do we ensure we maintain that goal but still maintain law and order in the process? I have no issue with as many people that aren't, you know, hardened criminals coming into this country as possible, but there has to be a process to do it. That process is broken, but that's not unlike many of our workplaces. Mm -hmm. The red bead experiment, I'll try to link that in the show notes here, but because we did an episode on it, Mm -hmm. Deming's red bead experiment, it proves the system, not your people, is most responsible for failures. 
So I think people on both sides of this issue are legitimately good-natured, want to do good for Americans, want to do good for people that want to become Americans, but we can't take sides on issues. It's a whole picture, but you're right. It is such a complicated picture that folks, boom, they narrow it down to one idea. And it's so hard to... um uh, come to a consensus, get the right people in a room together that actually want to solve a problem and not be right for their party. Um, hit the nail on the head there. So, yeah, it's there's a whole management of change that needs to happen, not only for immigration and border, but for our own processes in America. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. And there is there's there's so much need to be changed but we can't uh we, we just can't ever allow ourselves to narrow down on one opinion i think that this will be the last thing i say i've <laughs> talked about it before one word i really hate it's the word just <laughs> i hate and hate is the appropriate word the word just it happened just because of nothing happened just because if we would just build the wall okay if we would just increase um the number of asylums we give if we would just whenever someone says just that is a clue that they fail to contemplate the vast complexities of what they're talking about Mm -hmm. so it just happened like if you're in a car accident you say he just came out of nowhere no i think he probably been on the road for a while and you just didn't see him well and i think i know we're over time but i think that's why i like um the quotes from Kamala Harris because she addressed three or four different things that needed to be handled. I like that there is a recognition that it's not just one thing. Correct. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be all I got here. Um, we do need to do the episode on accident investigation because oh man, it's a good example. Well, maybe that'll be up next. Mm-hmm.